It's finally Friday on Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. So I tell him I'm a pro jack. Now who do you think they can be? The Dalai Lama himself. So we finish 18, and he's gonna stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know? And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going. And movie reviews with Andy Payne. I think you got the wrong impression about me. I think in all fairness, I should explain to you exactly what it is that I do. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Chief, mate, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Stick the fork in me, Jerry. I'm done. Now, here is your host of Rush to Reason, John Rush. John Rush. All right, happy Friday, everybody. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We move into the time of the week where we try to have a little more fun than what we've had all week. Not saying we don't have fun each day, but we try to not be quite as serious today. Although, we've got a very serious guest right now, Dave from Veterans Windows and Doors, joining us now. So, Dave, thanks. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. I say that sort of tongue-in-cheek because... We have a good time with you. You're a good guy. You have a lot of fun. Good. So I'm glad. I don't. I don't mean it in 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 a serious way. Although what you do when it comes to windows and doors and making sure people are taken care of and handled correctly and all of that, yeah, it's a serious note because there's a a lot of make sure I say this correctly. There's a lot of companies out there that maybe at the end of the day don't care so much about the finished product as much as they do about collecting the cash. I, I would agree. Am I saying it the right way? I think so. I've I always put it that I I think there was a lot of omission of information. Okay, good I good one. That is I I believe pertinent and I think of of value when you are making that decision. Uh, and I agree with that. And and I can speak from some experience in this because you're the third window and door person that we'd talked to about doing some things around the home and so I had some experience with some of the folks that, you know, literally you compete with and i've had everything from you know the high pressure let's get the light out and no you need to do all these windows not just the ones you're looking at and blah 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 and it's like okay well that's not really what i had in mind or wanted to do or wanted to spend you know all of that to you know you coming out and saying well you know here's your options here's what we could or couldn't do and none of it's being you know none of it is which i knew none of it's an emergency by any stretch of the imagination but here's your options and you know now you decide what you want to do it's just it was total polar opposites yeah literally i mean that that's the whole i came from those big companies and the high pressure sales and it's almost like a timeshare pitch. Yeah. That, that Thank you. you. Yes, very much that's, so. That's, yes. that's all I can think of. And, and You are correct. Oh, it's painful. That's a good but, uh, way of saying it. I never thought about that, but that's it, exactly what it is. It really is. is. I might start using that one. Avoid the timeshare pitch yes. and call Dave. <laughs> call me directly, yeah. <laughs> but that that's really our effort is not to uh, sell you a timeshare. It's just to educate people, let you know what your actual codes are. And then we provide product that meets or exceeds those codes. If everything is right and, you, and that's what you want, we're happy to do it. And good, high-quality product at the end of the day. You explain all of that as well, you know, the difference between what you guys have with Provia versus some of the other things that are out there, even what you do as a, you know, Provia uh, supplier, I guess is the better way for me to say that, and what you can do even in that end of things and what you may be even doing different with their product than what even another person installing Provia would do. It might 
Am I getting that right yeah, as well? Absolutely, 100%. Because, again, it's not always apples to apples. It's probably the best way for me to say that. It's not, and that's why I, I tell all of our customers, too, get multiple bids. Don't don't be comfortable with what I say. It's, Good point. you know, do your due diligence and understand what you're looking at. And you would be amazed when you are comparing apples to apples how few of these companies can actually provide uh, you know, product that meets or exceeds that code. When you are out educating people, which in a lot of ways, that's what Dave's doing. He comes out, he talks to you, educates you, really walks you through the whole line of things that we're talking about here. But what do you feel are some of the biggest misconceptions folks have in general? You know, things maybe they've been told by some of the other suppliers that are out there and so on. What do you find are some of the bigger misconceptions? Um, I, I mean, ultimately, I think some of the misconceptions are, are people buy based on the brand name. They see these big names and they think, oh, you know, that's that's the top of the line window, and the companies really depend on that. They they want to rely on that name, and and that's where I talk about the omission of actual facts. Are there windows? Do they meet code? That's why those codes are in place. Right. It doesn't matter whose name is on the product. True. Is it engineered to meet code, and will it last? Yeah, the difference between, and I think maybe this is where some of the misconceptions come in. I'll, I'll use the car reference because that's, as you know, that's my world. You know, in the car world, because of the NHTSA and DOT and so on, there's certain standards on the car end of things where if you go buy a new car, it has to meet all of these safety standards. Now, there are some that do better, and that's why we have, you know, the insurance, you know, uh, world out there that does some of their own independent testing to find out who fares better and crashes than others. But, you know, for the most part, a new modern car has to meet certain specifications or it can't be on the road, period. You can't even import that car if certain things are not met because that's why you see things in other countries you don't see here is because those vehicles don't have the same safety standards that we have in the U.S. The window and door world isn't quite the same as that, is it? Um, actually, it, it is. There, there is a uh, – so windows and doors are what they call fenestration products from okay. the French fenestra to open. Okay. And because everyone claimed to have the best product and were putting in product that, that was no more efficient than, than what was existing, uh, they came out with the National Fenestration Rating Council. Okay. And now windows and doors have to be tested oh, for I didn't the, know that. the okay. actual level of efficiency. That label has to be on the product when you receive it at your home. Okay. If it's missing or if it does not meet the values that are required by your municipality or where you live, then you decline that okay. product. Well, and I, maybe that's where I'm, I'm off a little bit. In the car world, federally, with the exception of some, emission th- some emissions things that are required by California, outside of that – you buy the same car in Oklahoma versus Bozeman, Montana versus Denver, Colorado versus Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's the same product. There, Nobody has to know what the local end of things are for it to meet. I, I guess that's where I was trying to go with you is in the window and door world, you need somebody like you to explain those things because it's not like buying a car that you know in all 50 states is going to be pretty much the same. Absolutely. That was where I, sorry, that's where I was trying to go with that. Yeah, no, my apologies, but that's that's 100% true. That's it's every pl- where you live is different. You know, for example, the front range, you have to meet a certain U factor. When you go up into the mountains, that U factor changes. Um, if you're at sea level, it's a completely different code. Got it. 
Got it. And, and that's and, where I don't think everybody out there really, I mean, I'll be first to tell you, I don't understand all the differences in that. I couldn't tell you one product from another. I can tell you on the car side, but I can't tell you on the window and door side. No, it's true. And I've, I often see those like the next door app or whatever it is, right. neighborhood app. Or, right, right. Which I, I can't stand me that neither. app. It's just whining. It drives but, me crazy. Um, but I often see competitors or customers of our competitors saying, for the best value, call whoever at this number. And I've, I don't want to be petty, right. but I feel like replying... Did you really get the? Do you even know what the value is? Do you actually know what? Probably not. It's like the emperor's new clothes. Right. Probably don't know. And um, yeah, they don't. Again, it's it. The difference in your world versus the car world is pretty standard on that. And you buy a Toyota Corolla on the East Coast or the West Coast or in the middle. It's pretty. It is the same Toyota Corolla coast to coast. California may have some different standards, as I said, but any more even in that particular car, it's probably meeting standards. Coast to coast, and no matter where you buy that, you could drive it back to your home state and you'd be just fine. Windows and doors are not that way at all. Correct. You, that's where you come in and say, okay, let's make sure we're meeting all these standards and all the different things that are going on for your particular home and where you live and so on and so forth. Exactly. And then that, that way you can make an educated choice. Okay. Now, when you do meet with the other companies, which I recommend you do, you can just cut to the chase. Ask them, <clears throat> what is the value? Right. I need to know, does it meet this, this, and this? Yep. They're probably going to look at you with a deer in a headlight look like, how'd you know that? Well, they often pack their heat lamps up and walk away. Because they're, <laughs> yeah, they already know that you know. Yeah. Got it. Okay. How do they get a hold of you, Dave? What's the best way? Uh, 303-529-0720 okay. or through our website at veteranwindowsdoors.com. I should have asked, too, and I've, I'm sorry I didn't. Any deals this month that we should mention? Absolutely. We're doing the 40% off all of product and installation. Product and install. All right. I'll add that to my notes during the week as well. Dave, as always, appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the sunshine. and uh, you as well. Stay safe, and we appreciate you very much. Have a fun Friday. We'll do it. All right. Extreme Auto Repair folks coming up next. Don't go anywhere when it comes, or don't go anywhere else when it comes to your vehicles. We were talking about with Dave a moment ago. Make sure that you get things taken care of when it comes to your vehicle, and Extreme will do that for you. 303-841-1071. Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done. And that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients. So when their ASC master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem so you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community. Having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now, Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth, which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com slash extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. All right, anything legally speaking you need help with, Kevin Flesh is there for you. He'll represent you going all the way to court if needed. Give him a call today for whatever you need, 303-806-8886. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. 
The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people view the evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one who's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals whom you don't know and were witnesses to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. High Five Plumbing is next, folks. Anything you need when it comes to your plumbing needs, give High Five a call today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. And maybe you're thinking about a touchless water faucet. They can put that in for you as well. Anything you need, any upgrades, they're there. Uh, Again, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing has made convenience for their customers a top priority. High Five maintains a well-stocked inventory, readily available for their technicians at all times. So the technician who comes out to help you remains at your home to complete the project the same day. On the rare occasion they need a part, another team member will bring the part to them, leaving no more I'll be back in three hours visits. On top of that, their window for service is only two hours, respecting your valuable time and notifying you when they are on the way. High Five Plumbing also offers weekend appointments and evening appointments to meet your busy schedule. High Five makes every effort to make your plumbing experience convenient and hassle-free. You can call or email to schedule your plumbing services with High Five. You want a company who makes your time their priority. So call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or just go to klzradio.com plumbing today. KNR Home Transitions, two realtors for the price of one, and they'll help you through any process you've got taking the stress out of buying or selling a home. 720-437-8210. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KNR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, John Rush, together with Andy Pate and John. Are you ready for a movie? Yes, I am. Are you ready for this one? Uh, Yeah. Sort of, kind of, maybe? I'm ready for Friday's period, so yes. Okay. Well, here we go. Donatello. 
Raphael, Leonardo, Michelangelo. These four turtles have been heroes for decades, but they've never really had a quality movie. Can Seth Rogen save the franchise? We'll see in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Hey, guys, if we weren't monsters that were shunned by society and we could do what we wanted, what would you guys do? Go to high school? Maybe get a girlfriend? Can you imagine that? Not likely. This is insane. Turtles, mutant, karate teens. I want to know everything about you. Police are baffled by the recent crime wave led by a super fly. Nobody's ever seen his face. Why? Because he kills everyone who does. No, not cool. Eh, a bit cool. Can I kick it? We take out super fun, and then everyone will think we're cool. They'll accept us. Can I kick it? He's making a deal tonight under the Brooklyn Bridge. Can I kick, 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 What the? Y'all some little tortoises, huh? I can't believe there are other mutants. You want to roll with us? Oh. Humans are never going to like us. So we're going to let the mutants rule the earth. People's zigot to go. Okay, um, sort of a twist. We can't stop him. We got to try. Six in the morning, police at my door. Can I shake it? Go, 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 go. My son, Michelangelo, you have heart. Donatello, you have wisdom. Raphael, you have bravery. And Leonardo, honor. Enough talk. I dream about fighting every night. You've got a rage problem, oh, right? It's not a problem. All right, it's not a problem, John. He just likes to fight a lot. What do you think? I don't remember the first one of these. I'm sorry. I should remember this. But and you, you of course, never saw the I don't cartoon think I ever on did. TV. The kids watched it. I think Richard used to watch it. Oh, yeah. I was a huge fan. Yeah. I, I love the Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're I never great. watched it, but I think he did. Okay. Well, John, not since Pixar debuted have we seen really new ideas in animation, but Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse really reset the standard. Now, this movie continues the new raw trend in animation. So it's very different looking. It's very cool. And that's a lot of fun in itself. Starting with scientist Baxter Stockham. We see his creation of a mutagen that transforms animals into walking monsters. What could go wrong? Right? I mean, that's pretty safe. Well, naturally, the lab gets raided and the ooze gets out, pooling up in sewers below. And what lives in New York's sewers? Well, rats, of course, but also turtles. Four of them. Now, the four turtles and their rat mentor, Splinter, have mutated into fully grown, almost human characters. Splinter has trained the turtles in ninja skills. And for the most part, he sends them on errands into New York. You know, you got to get food and stuff right. like that. So that's about all he does. But he trains them in ninja skills, John, because he doesn't trust humans. He's been mistreated by them. He knows that humans will not accept the mutants and will be very... There's a lot of, you know, X-Men to this. You kind of get that feeling, that vibe, that the mutants kind of got to stay secretive because otherwise they're going to be hated by humans and it's not safe. And so that's why he trained them in all their skills. Makes sense. Well, of course, these are teens, so they want to linger in the city and experience the real world. They have all these skills, but no crime to fight and since they hide in the shadows. Well, this changes when they meet young April, an aspiring internet reporter. 
She's following a crime mob, and the turtles can help. Turns out the mob is run by mutants from the lab. So they come from the same lab that created them. And their leader, Superfly, who's played by Ice Cube, by the way, has a nefarious plot to unleash on humanity. Well, he can he must be stopped, and he can be stopped, but can the turtles stay serious long enough? They love pizza more than anything else in life. And while they're distracted teenagers, and you see this a lot, they're constantly distracted. They can't focus, 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 but they need to if they're going to stop Superfly. But more than stopping evil mutants, this film is about accepting outsiders. Because all of us, well, John, we all have a little mutant in us. Just wanting to fit in, join the world, and eat pizza. And that's the story of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Does it sound fun? Doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, it doesn't sound too fan. Well, what works in, too bad, sorry. What works in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem? What a long title, first of all. The cartoonistry is dazzling. And different. It looks raw, rough, and just cool. It's got this cool city streets kind of. You would almost expect some of this to be up on a on a wall downtown. Wow, it's kind of like that. Okay. Uh, the turtles are basically kids, and the actors pull it off. So they really do have young actors, very young, and you can tell with their voices. And John, this makes it very raw and very real. It's not these adult actors trying to act like teenagers. I kind of like that. It's an hour and 40 minutes, so the pace basically holds up for the most part. We get to see character development without bogging down in it, which is really good, right? Because you've already got five main characters, then you got the villain, that's six. You got April, that's seven. Okay, you're starting to pile up characters. You don't want too much development on any of them, but they do just enough, and I like that. April herself is fun. She's street smart and sensitive. A pretty good straight guy to the turtles, and that's what you need. When you got these crazy, distracted teenage turtles, you need somebody who's more of a straight guy around them that makes them funnier, and she does it. Okay, what doesn't work in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem? Well, John, the, the plot is fairly predictable. Okay. In fact, it's very predictable. You know, you got the good mutants fighting bad mutants while trying not to let mankind know too much of what's happening because they're afraid of mankind, but they want to fit in with mankind. We've kind of seen this done before a few times, and that's okay. It's a retread, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's just because it's a retread, it's just not surprising. There's not nearly enough humor. And this was my biggest problem with this movie. This is a comedy. And don't get me wrong, there are funny moments in it, but there are two real problems. First of all, some of the funny moments, the turtles themselves talk too quickly or they just don't enunciate enough, and it's kind of hard to catch it. And you could tell it was going over kids' heads. If you just couldn't cap, sorry, now I'm talking bad. If you just couldn't catch up with it. And also you got some pounding music at times. And so you just didn't hear a lot of the dialogue at times. And when you did, it wasn't that well written. I expected a lot better script with Seth Rogen involved. I expected him to do a much better job than he did. I just wasn't that impressed. Uh, Here's one thing I didn't like. There's too much kumbaya with too many villains. Way too much. I want more battles with more bad guys. Not lots of bad guys discovering themselves and changing. Boring. That's boring, John. I want battles. I want fights. I want good versus evil. Not evil converting and converting and converting. Ugh. Okay. That's not enough. It was really gross and disgusting toward the end. Though kids won't mind that much, of course. You know, kids love gross. But 
Yeah. They're, 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 let's just say a rat making out with a giant bug. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I don't need to see that. Oh, and it, they made it as gross, as yeah. slobbery as possible. And you're, you're just like, and one, one guy, an adult in the audience who you could tell was, was an old fan of the cartoon. He was going, oh, no, no, no. And he was out loud in the mm-hmm. audience, which I actually thought was kind of funny. They needed him to help write the script. So. There are some weaknesses, a number of them. This is an average movie, but Rotten Tomatoes gave it 95%. I don't know if it was because of all the woke imagery. There were, there were, I mean, a lot of black and brown characters, whatever. Okay. Um, that's fine. Uh, great. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to understand why they loved it that much. I didn't. I didn't think it was bad. Quality, I'm going to give it three stars. Okay. You know, if you really want to see the Mutant Ninja Turtles and this is your thing, by all means, go to it. Just understand it's going to get really gross and it's not as funny as you would hope, but it has a decent story and moves along. So, you know, it's pretty good. By the way, there was one scene I really liked, and that's the first scene where they have to fight bad guys because all they've done is train. They've never actually fought bad guys and actually hit them and done that, which was really kind of a challenge for them at first to go from the training room to actually hitting, right? I like that. Uh, political, I gave it a three. I didn't see anything offensive or anything about it. Moral religious, um, <laughs> let's go two and a half just because it got a little too gross. It got a little too gross at the end. I mean, just because of that. But there was nothing outside of that. There's nothing offensive morally or religiously with this movie. It's just a movie. So for that, I'll give it, you know, that's good. Hollywood just making a movie, which by the way, with somebody like Seth Rogen, I was really surprised. Seth Rogen is, I mean, probably one of the top five to ten haters of Christians, especially Christians and conservatives in Hollywood. I mean, this man, he despises us to, to a level that is almost epic. And I was really expecting a lot of that in this movie, and I didn't get it. Hmm. That's so good, th- I guess. Right. It just wasn't, and bottom line, this movie just wasn't funny enough. And I think a lot of people going to the Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, are expecting more humor. I don't think you're going to be happy with that. It's still fairly funny at times. Not enough. Do I say go to it? Yeah, just don't expect too much. There you go. All right. Veteran Windows and Doors, you heard from Dave earlier. He was with us here just a few minutes ago. Anything you need when it comes to Windows and Doors, 40% off product installation right now. Find Dave at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want you to fall prey to gimmicks like heat lamps. They want you to make a wise decision based on facts. Owner Dave Bancroft says making sure your windows are up to code and properly labeled is just the first step of the installation process with Veteran Windows and Doors. Dave promises their windows and doors meet the energy efficiency requirements, are right for your area of Colorado, and are correctly labeled at installation. The NFRC label is attached to the Energy Star label, and both must be energy efficient or you will not receive any of the generous rebates that are available to you. Also, you need a transferable lifetime guarantee on the windows and doors that you invest in for your home, and owner Dave Bancroft provides that peace of mind, too. Veteran Windows and Doors prioritize integrity over gimmicks, because in the end, it's not about the show, it's about the facts. Go to klzradio.com slash window today for windows and doors that stand the test of time. Absolute electrical plumbing, heat and air. Don't forget to ask about the quiet, cool system. 
It, by the way, is a great way for you to cool things off at night, save money during the day on your air conditioning as well. And right now, there's a $300 off when you buy the Quiet Cool system. Go to klzradio.com. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet cool attic or whole house fan installed with absolute electrical plumbing, heating, and air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com slash absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Kurt Rogers, Affordable Mortgage Mortgage. He is the answer man when it comes to mortgages. Give Kurt a call today, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. Group insurance analysts, they'll shop for you so you don't have to, and they can explain everything you need when it comes to insurance, e-gia.com. Finding insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars out of your pocket. You need an independent insurance broker to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of independent insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is your home, auto, Medicare, life, ACA, health, or business insurance, GIA has got you covered. They've been doing this as independent brokers since 1984. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, and John! 
Are you ready for another movie? Yeah, this one, I actually watched the second half of the first one the other day just by chance. I didn't oh, know this okay. one was even coming out. I just got in and I'm like, okay, it sucked me in. I'll watch the rest. Okay, Why now not? you hate monster movies and, that and, one I don't and these kinds this one of I things. Like, actually. You got to admit, though, the first Meg was fun. It was pretty good. It was I started fun. To, again, I got sucked in. I'm like, I don't know, maybe not, maybe a third of the way had already gone by, and I'm like, Oh, geez. Now I'm sucked in. I'll just watch the rest. And I did. By the way, the first one made a lot of money. It was a good movie, yeah. actually. It was a good movie. Yeah, and I gave it a good review. No, it was good. So I, I was like, so anyway, so I'd watched the first one not that long ago, just so you know. Okay, well, here we go. Jurassic Shark is back. The biggest shark ever returns, and so does Jason Statham in Meg 2, The Trench. For 65 million years, there was a species which had no dominant predator on the planet. And as we already know, that was the Megalodon. But the Meg, if it had a predator capable of coping with it, both in size and in strength. And according to the myths, it was called the Kraken, his eternal rival. Why are you swimming with the Meg, Jumei? I'm conducting an experiment. Does the experiment do I taste good? This is a bad idea. Just a little bit. Jonas, we've got company. It's an ancient ecosystem untouched by man. Whatever is down there. It's trying to make its way to the surface. John, I can see you out there yelling at that shark. Come on! Come on! Bring it! I don't like sharks. No, I don't either. Sharks scare the yeah, living daylights out of me. I don't, yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay, I'm well, you. Jason Statham, by the way, I like him. Do you he, like him? Yeah, very much so. He is one of the more enjoyable action heroes, if only because of his voice. He just comes off so cool, doesn't he? Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just the way he talks. It's so cool. Well, he returns as expert diver Jonas Taylor. Now, after fighting the prehistoric Meg shark that emerged from the deep before, Jonas now fights baddies who misuse our beloved oceans. These are people who are polluting our oceans and dumping dangerous hazardous waste. Well, one such band of villains are dumping dangerous waste at sea, but Jonas is there to stop them, John. He brings them down. But there are bigger villains afoot, such as an illegal deep sea mining operation. It seems Mother Earth can be looted by high-tech miners who ignore the consequences of disturbing the depths. Thank goodness Jonas stopped the only Meg in existence, right? There won't ever be another one, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, wouldn't want uh, another one of those getting out, but hey, there's a problem here because Jonas and his team discover the operation, and it's along the ocean floor 25,000 feet underwater. And this operation sets off an explosion and everybody gets trapped Poseidon style, once again, okay. 25,000 feet down. And it's hopeless, but they must find a way back to the surface. Well, worst of all, the explosion opened a rift in the ocean floor, unleashing more prehistoric monstrous species that had survived for millennia. And they were locked away from the surface world. They were locked down under the ocean floor in another totally different water ecosystem. Does that make sense? Yep. 
Okay, now Jonas and the company must survive these monsters, find a way to the surface, defeat the evil mining company, and stop the monsters from destroying too many innocent humans who are vacationing at, and I'm being serious here, Fun Island. Fun Island. Yes. All right, then. <laughs> They're at Fun Original. Island. Oh, how original. It, well, it's mayhem at all levels, John, in Meg 2, The Trench. Does this sound fun? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's dive in. Are, are they ever as good as the first? I don't know. Well, some movies are better. Yeah, sometimes they do it better the second time. Yeah, Aliens was better than Alien, so you never know. Yeah, but, good uh, point. I don't know. Here we go. Well, what works in Meg to the Trench? Well, first of all, the obvious, Jason Statham. Yeah. He's magnetic. He's an action hero all the way, and I really like that. Also, the action does crank up in the final quarter quite a bit. Okay. And there's some action throughout it. In pieces, especially, I would say, early on and late, and they do have it spotted throughout it. So you never go too far in this movie without a piece of action. And that's good. That's pretty good. Right. The pace is solid. The first one was that way, by the way. It was actually action, action, action. Yeah, the first one was a little bit more action, action, action. This one's a little bit more the politics of what they're dealing with underwater. Okay. Okay? All right. That can be good or bad. It depends. Well, the pace is solid throughout the first half as action sequences are threaded throughout the story. And I like that. Keep the story moving. Give me some more action. Don't bog down. Don't get too talky-talky-talky. But have some talky-talky-talky or I'm going to get bored with the action. So they have a pretty decent balancer. I like that. The sci-fi is really cool. And they they introduce a lot of new tech. And I like that. I like to have a lot of new tech, you know, for going down undersea. And that's just fascinating stuff. I like that. Well, what doesn't work in Meg 2, The Trench? John, it's too long. It's almost two hours. And you would think, well, gee, Andy, that's not that long. In this case, it is. It tries to insert too much plot because, well, we need plot, right? So just put a lot in there. No. It's got a ludicrous opening. Jonas is battling Euro villains who are dumping dangerous waste at sea. And setting aside the silly environmental angle... I mean, who cares? We're here to watch the shark, Mm -hmm. right? We don't care about this. They literally label their cargo dangerous waste. (laughs) I just think that's kind of funny. Uh, Some Jason Statham movies seem made for the dumbest of the dumb. This movie was really made for enviro idiots. Yeah, okay. People who you could offer reams and reams and reams and hours of detail and information on why global warming is a hoax. And at the end, they'll believe global warming twice as much. Okay, that's who this movie's made for. Okay. Uh, This is reminiscent of Under Siege 2. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Yeah. Another action sequel bent on Enviro preaching, which it was. When you rush a sequel, here's a big one. When you rush a sequel, which they did, and load it with agenda, you also rush the look. Mm. The CGI at times is pretty meh. Okay, there there are times when the creatures who are getting the people don't look... um, it's almost like who framed Roger Rabbit when it's cartoons that are getting you. I mean, it's not that bad. Don't get me wrong. And a lot of it's hidden in you know shadowy sections underwater, so it looks as real as it can. But honestly, it was kind of rushed. This is not Jurassic Park. Uh, the creatures trapped underwater for millennia. Let's be honest about this. If they've been trapped underwater for millennia, and you just opened a fissure, and now they've come out, they're not going to sprout legs and eat people on land. Is that safe to say? Yes. Yes. 
Okay. And uh, here they do. I'm just going to be honest. So some of the dialogue is really stupid, especially with sub characters becoming fighters. Look, this thing was rushed to print. Mm. And I think they were trying to capitalize quickly on the success of the Meg first time. Mm -hmm. And while it was still fresh in people's minds, Mm -hmm. they wanted to get it out. Honestly, John, they needed to wait a year, spend more time on the quality of the product. That's all they had to do is spend more time because Statham's got it going on, right? Mm -hmm. And you do have some good characters in here. You've got a villain in here who knew him from before, and that's pretty cool. And the villain is... You know, working together with the mining operation, obviously. I'm not giving anything away there. And that's good. I like that. It adds some intrigue. They rushed it. And that's the problem with the Meg 2, the trench. It really is. Rotten Tomatoes agrees 28%. Ouch, babe. That hurts. Ouch. And, John, this is for an Enviro movie. Think about that for a moment. Yeah, it's like their movie. Yes, this movie was made for, for all the critics of Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. All these greenies and tree huggers and America haters, and they group them together into an auditorium, and they put the Meg 2 on, and these people should be cheering from the rafters. They are not. 28%. They didn't like it. I'm actually going to be a little nicer than them because I like some of the action, and I didn't think... I mean, they were really ripping. I read some of them. They were really ripping on the CGI. I didn't think it was as bad as they did, although it was with some of the creatures when they come on land. But I didn't think it was as bad as they did. I'm going to give it two stars. Two stars. That's not that bad. No, could be worse. If you really want to see go the see sequel it. to The Meg and, and you can set aside the Enviro preaching, go ahead. Why not? You know, I mean, day Turn after tomorrow. Turn a deaf ear to that and go. Yeah, it's like watching Day After Tomorrow and tuning out. Yeah. All yeah, the idiocy just to watch yeah. special effects. Yeah. Okay. Political, yeah, I'm giving it a one. Okay. Because even though it does the Enviro thing, it's not the whole movie. It's just in parts, but it's here, it's there, it's here, it's there, and they come back to it. it throughout. Yeah. So I'm going to give it one. But there are tons of parts where they don't talk anything about that. Okay. More religious, three, it's fine. Doesn't do anything that way. No, no, there's nothing wrong with it. first one wasn't either, I didn't remember. No. It's pretty good. Well, and the first the first one was I think I gave that like a three and a half, and then three and three because I don't you know it's been a while since I reviewed it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought I, I enjoyed just watched it. it the other day. It was decent. I might even have given it a four. I just can't remember. It's been too long. It's actually, I mean, again, I only watched two thirds of it because I missed the first third. But it was yeah. It's one of those where it's captivating enough where it's like okay, I'm here. I'll finish it. Why not? Well, and there are enough funny lines. Yeah, it was good. S- there's enough silliness. Mm-hmm. And you like Jason Statham enough. So, yeah, I mean, it worked. This one, you know, it's obviously bigger, more monsters, more people getting munched and so (laughs) forth. But honestly, here's another big thing. A lot, and I mean a lot, of the people munching is put off toward the end, Hmm. which angered a number of critics. I didn't think it was that bad because I thought there was enough story throughout it and enough action. Why are they mad at that? Well, they said... They wanted munching early? Well, they felt... And there was some munching before then, but uh, what a lot of the critics felt was that... Oh, they would basically say 80% of the munching in action, 90% of the munching, was all put in the last quarter of the movie. And, you know... Honestly, I think there was a lot to be said for that, but I don't think it was nearly as bad as they thought. Hmm. I didn't think it was that bad. I just didn't... It definitely was a below-average movie. That's kind of sad. 
Yeah. Shouldn't be. Meg to the Trench is not a good movie. Big budget or small budget? Or did you look? I didn't look. Okay. I suspect it was a medium budget. Because the thing was rushed. So, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if they spent a ton of money trying to make this thing look better than it did. I thought 180, that, $185 million. Uh, okay. First yeah. one was 130 Right. Well, obviously, the sequel's going to be more. Sure. If only because a inflation. lot of... Inflation. Yeah. Well, inflation, a lot of the stuff that you have to do right now to make these things is a lot more expensive, but also because they were using better tech throughout the movie and that, you know, it's going to cost more money to do. I don't know. Did it look like 185 No. I think that's a big ticket to pay back it is will they uh well when you i don't believe they may because number one they're going to coast on the first movie and get a lot of people to watch it for the first couple weeks because of that and number two i don't believe they used all that much money pumping this up okay so So, not a lot of advertising right you know a lot of these movies Mm. um a third of the cost at least is marketing i don't think marketing went that high with this so yeah, they they could. I don't. I don't think they're going to make a big profit. No way. Well, yeah, they'd have to make well above that to make any. Well, they'll have some marketing, so they've got to still be up in the one ninety range to probably make any kind of money at all, right? Exactly. Yeah. And let me close with this. Probably two hundred, really, to get down to it, Andy. Oh, you, they got to make well over two hundred. Yeah, to make it work. Yeah. They got to make two fifty, yeah. two two seventy. Yeah. Yeah, but let me let me close with this. I'm getting a little annoyed with Mister Statham. And the reason I am is because I like him. So why make bad movies? I want him to make better movies. And this is now his last two or three have been weak. And he's made a number of weak movies. Okay, so we got... It's a, time for him to yeah. you know get wait on a good, really good script, have fun with one. Go we ahead. got a couple of minutes, and I want to throw this in just so folks really can understand this. So Oppenheimer, which granted it's still going, it'll still make more money. But even right, right now, given how many weeks, what's it been? This will be the third weekend for it. Yeah. 194 is all. Well, it got crushed by Barbie because Barbie is being seen by a lot of women who are loving the uh, message of we have been wronged. And I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. That It is being loved by people who love that message. But still, what I'm, what I'm going with that is I doubt seriously this movie goes that high. Oh, no. The one you just said. It will not go that high. As high as Oppenheimer? So it'll be a loser. <sighs> You know, you're probably right. You're probably right. I mean, at least they waited a couple weeks. True. After Barbieheimer. True. But it's, the, I mean, you look at some of what's gone on this summer and where the grosses are. Yeah, it's not going to look good for them. No, and let's face it. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is going to be the big one this weekend. Um, well, yeah. Barbie will probably may still be number one because these are weak movies. Right. Barbieheimer was very well placed. Still, the worst uh, placement of the year by far has to be Mission Impossible. It's only at 143. John, I'm telling you, that's a really good movie. Yeah, it's really sad. If there's a movie that you should be seeing right now, that's the one, baby. I would. Now, you know, do I think it's great, great, great? No, but I think it's really good. Yeah. I think that's the movie people should be going to right now. It's easily the best movie of the last month, Hmm. maybe month and a half. Maybe two months. I, I have to think back for a bit, but, you know, it is easily the best movie. Well, heck, it might be the best movie of the year so far. It's certainly in the top two or three, and they placed it so poorly. Yeah, that's yeah. too bad. 
All right, we'll be right back. Geno's Auto Service coming up next. Anything you need for your vehicle, don't forget Geno starts with a J. They've got a great AC special running right now as well. Geno'sAutoService.com. Geno's Auto Service is celebrating 40 years in business with an air conditioning recharge special. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant and cleans it. Then we put the clean refrigerant back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. Geno's is a Colorado family-owned business and proud to serve families in Littleton for 40 years. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Michael Bailey Law, mobile estate planning, anything you need when it comes to your estate plan. Michael is your guy, 720-394-6887. If you don't use Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, the government will be happy to decide everything for you. It is up to you to dictate exactly what happens to your assets when you pass. Otherwise, a court will be happy to take care of it for you. They offer an easy 144-month estimated turnaround to sort out your assets. And in some cases, they can even draw your case out longer. Why would you want to put your family through the trauma of this kind of scenario and allow state probate courts and investigators to invade every aspect of their privacy? Doing things the right way now with Michael Bailey means that your dying wishes will be honored exactly as you intend. Completing a will with Michael Bailey means that your full estate will go to your family instead of a third or more going to pay legal fees to battle it out later. Let Michael Bailey give your family peace after your death by getting your affairs in order now. Get started by going to klzradio.com slash estate. All right, Ridgeline Auto Brokers, whether you want to trade up, trade down, you're looking for a car for one of your teenagers or somebody going to college, they can help you with all of that. Great selection of vehicles, 30-day warranty. They finance as well. 303-442-4141 or ridgelineautobrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. 
Golden Eagle Financial, all of your financial future and the needs of getting there, the saving, the investing, all of that. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith can help you with all of that, by the way. Find Al at klzradio.com. When you go it alone, saving for retirement, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows you take on significant risk for making the wrong moves with your hard-earned money. When you work with Al, performance may increase up to 20% more than employer-sponsored plans or with automated services. As an experienced advisor, Al uses over 30 years of retirement planning experience to help you understand what drives a good retirement plan. Al gets to know you personally so he can understand your goals, fears, and needs and gives you the best guidance possible given your unique situation. Approaching retirement doesn't need to be difficult. You just need the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial to direct you on the smart way to go. So visit klzradio.com money now to schedule a no-strings-free consultation and take control of your retirement plan. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All righty. Question of the day today. Yesterday's answer. Uh, name the first music video to air on MTV. Charlie got it right off the bat in my ear. Video killed the radio star by the Buggles. That was the first MTV video to air. Okay. I would have not known that, but Charlie did, so thank you. Today's impossible question of the day. Answer this on the RushToReason.com website. When writing Jerry Maguire, what famous actor did Cameron Crowe have in mind to play the title role? Oh. Any ideas? No. No. Title role. It was not Tom Tom Cruise. Cruise. Oh. So there you go. So there was, I'll just give you that hint. It was not Tom Cruise who ended up being Charlie. (laughs) Charlie. He's dead now. We can't even. I can't even joke about that. That's not nice. He just passed away a couple days ago. Pee Wee Herman, Charlie said. No, it wasn't no, Pee Wee. Don't think so. Pee Wee passed away. Okay. We're, we're sad about that. I think, uh, actually, I think it was Vin Diesel. <laughs> what do you think? Show, show me the money. <laughs> Could he even say it the right way? Oh, he'd say it great. Oh, he would. Yeah, he'd say it with a lisp, Charlie said. With a lisp? He doesn't have a lisp. kind of does. No, he doesn't. What are you talking about? Vin Diesel? No, he has that deep, deep voice. Oh, God. It's not lispy. Guy's you guys, awful. You guys, He's awful. You know, you guys are so jealous of him. It's so, I'm not jealous it's at so all. It's so sad. The guy's a clown. It's no, so sad. I'm not jealous of him you at all. You pose in front of the mirror and wish you were The only thing I'm him. jealous of is his muscles. Yeah. That I am jealous of. He's got some muscles. I'll give him that. He does have some the muscles. The guy is built. He has some guns. Yeah, he is ripped. I'll give him that. <laughs> no, he is ripped. No no doubt about that. All right, what are we doing next hour? Okay, we're going to... Well, what are the parameters? Is uh, there any? Well, because we did the Meg, okay. Meg 2, we're doing uh, movies with Predators. Okay. Best movie, Predators. And it could be any... any um, character that preys on other characters. It can be a bear. It can be you you name know, it, right? a shark. It can be a okay. person. Okay, And you can prey on people in a lot of ways. Okay. Well, I've got a few that we'll throw in there to kind of see how this goes. So, All right. Again, join us next hour. Send us text messages of your favorite Predator-like movie, I should say. Maybe that's the best way to say it. 
800-282-2222. We'll be right back. Myself, Andy, Richard to join us along with Charlie Grimes. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.